0: Hey, this is Pastor Rima and you are listening to Real Talk. Before you do another thing, I want you to go ahead and take this link, share it with two friends. And while you're at it, go ahead and follow me on Facebook and Instagram at Pastor Rima. Real Issues for Real People. Hey, God bless you, Pastor Rima here. Thank you for tuning in. And I'm excited to do this episode. Got a wonderful guest, special guest with us today that we are going to uh, begin to talk about some really cool stuff regarding uh, being a millennial, uh, being a worshiper. Uh, We got a great worshiper here and Why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself?
1: Hey, everybody. It's Bethia. How you doing? Um, I'm excited to be here, excited to um, just share with you guys, be here with you guys and um, just talk about what God is doing and what he's about to get ready to do. So it's been cool. All
0: right. All right. All right. Thank you so much for allowing me to have this interview. And uh, this is what we call an interview with a worshiper. And uh, we're going to get into a little bit of that regarding Bethia Ford here uh, is a worshiper. And um, uh, again, those of you that are uh, tuning into this, thank you for following our content and be sure to take this link and text it out to two people so that they can be a part of these conversations as well. If you have a comment, question or something that you want to uh talk about regarding what we address in this episode, send us a message. You send us a message, uh, follow us on uh, Instagram or Facebook, you know, send us a message and we'll try to get to that. But without further ado, Bathia Ford, now I got to put this plug in y'all because, you know, it will be just weird and <laughs> dumb if I don't do it. This is my flesh and blood. This is my sister, y'all. And uh, I am so proud to be able to uh, interview and bring her on this platform because, man, she's been doing some dope stuff be doing some awesome things and we want to, uh, uh, get her to talk about that a little bit. But before we get into the thick of that, you want to tell us about yourself. And, uh, I already know you, so <laughs> why don't you tell the folks, <laughs> why don't you tell the folks about who you are, where you're from yeah. and, uh, you know, what's God's been doing in your life.
1: Yeah. So, um, Rima said it before, like, this is my brother. <laughs> um, yeah. So I am from Brooklyn, New York, uh, all my New Yorkers that's listening. <laughs> hey, um, um, I've been born and raised in the church um my whole life. And uh I got the Holy Ghost. I received the Holy Ghost at the age of six. It's yeah, it's been a long time. <laughs> but um it's been it's been a wild ride. And um just right now where I am in my life, it is a, I wanna say a time of a rebirth, I feel like. And God is doing some things in me that's new, that's fresh, that's different. So oh. um, I feel like I've never I've never really uh, tapped in or honed into my speaking abilities before. And I've been doing a lot of that um, in the quarantine and just listening to what God has been saying and being um sensitive to the spirit as well. So I'm just like making sure I'm being tapped in. I'm listening to what he's saying and just above all, like going in the direction of where he's leading me. So that's, what's just been happening right now
0: with everything going
1: on with my life.
0: That's awesome. That's awesome. And, you know, uh, I'm glad that you highlighted the fact that God is doing something in your life regarding uh, speaking as well. Because uh, you know we we do encourage yeah. uh, women to uh, be uh, speakers and preachers, mm-hmm. and um, thankful that God uh, didn't just use men in the Bible. Wow. but he he uh, helped to establish the New Testament Church, which we are all a part of right now, mm-hmm. uh, with the major con- contribution of women. Yeah. And uh, he it wasn't just for the Bible days it's for today as well. Right. So thank you so much for allowing God to uh, introduce that side of his purpose mm-hmm. in your life. And uh, we're talking about purpose in your life. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So most people that know you yeah. and know who you are, they don't know about uh, the speaking, speaking part. But <laughs> but what we do know is that you are a worshiper. Yes. An anointed worshiper at that. And yeah. um, man, uh, you guys uh, go check her out on uh, her Instagram, Instagram. Um I don't. I, I, you can tell us the handle. We'll probably put the yeah. handle uh, in in the comments here. But yeah.
1: my Instagram is my it's my name. It's real simple. It's not simple, but it's my name. It's
0: Bethia. <laughs> <laughs> none of us. None of us. <laughs> Let, l- listen. Real talk none of us in the family got simple names no. So, except our parents
1: <laughs> right except our parents exactly
0: so you know, you know simple we simple. about simple here but yeah so it's yeah. Uh,
1: it's Bethia Ford it's my handle at Bethia Ford B-I-T-H-I-A-H so just type in Bethia Ford you'll see it pop up um, it should be right there real simple
0: awesome and uh, we uh, I'm, I'm, I'm Want to kind of dig into this here mm-hmm. because uh most people that do know you yeah know you to be a worshiper yeah and that uh n- not just somebody that's up in the front of the church with their hands up and mm-hmm. you know you know eyes red and snot coming down <laughs> their nose we're, we're talking about you know you, you are uh presenting atmospheres of worship you are leading in worship yeah. through singing and um Tell us about that. How did yeah. you get there? What what did that look like?
1: Yeah. So um, I, I always knew I wanted to to sing. Yes. But I didn't know how how deep it, I would be into it and and where God would uh, lead me into singing in the depths of it. So I started leading worship. Um, I want to say, wow, eight years ago. I'm 27 and I started leading at 19, actually, um, years old. And uh, when I first started leading worship, I definitely I was very intimidated because I go to a very a big church and big in number. And although I've had experiences with singing solos, it was totally different from, you know, being a worship leader and being out there in the forefront every Sunday. So with worship leading. I, I realized the more that I've done it every year, it's not about me. It's not about what songs I want to sing. It's about what is God trying to tell the people? Mm-hmm. Um, and and what is God trying to convey to his people right now? Because sometimes it might change. Mm-hmm. So um, there's times in the middle of services where um I planned on singing a certain song, but the Spirit and the Holy Ghost will tell me, nope, change it. And, um, that's, that's the thing with worship leaders. We, we have to be atmosphere. Uh, setters. And we are the ones that goes before the preaching of the word. And I feel like we have one of the most important jobs. It's to set an atmosphere and to invite the presence of God in the room. And um, with that being said, I, um, I think maybe last year I got deeper into just Delving into the meaning of what worship is. And when I realized worship is just not something that I just do while I'm at church or while I'm singing every Sunday, it's a lifestyle. Real talk. And when I began to adapt that worship is a lifestyle to my life, I seen How much my life has changed in the whole and just the things that God has been doing, not only in my life, but the people that pertains to me and the people that I minister to. I see changes that happen and I see things happen in the the spirit realm when I began to live my life. And, and when I began to add worship to my lifestyle, I've seen where I would go and sing and not just at my church, but at different places. I would see the worship flow freer and I would see where services and atmospheres will literally just shift and change. So um, that's that's been my journey right now with worship.
0: Yeah. And I imagine that uh, it would be uh, pretty cool to see that. And and making those adjustments Mm -hmm. uh, outside of um, formal uh, ministry, making those adjustments uh, and then seeing it translate into your formal ministry. Yeah. And uh, man, that's, that's awesome. That's awesome. And I'm thankful that as a a young lady, as a millennial, um, you, you are willing to give that to God. You're willing to give that talent uh, to the Lord. and, you're willing to uh, go all in yeah. in what God has directed you to do. Yes, and you're not being afraid of those adjustments and being corrected by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, yeah, you're. I mean, obviously, those that are connected to me know I'm from New York, but you mm-hmm. are a New Yorker through yes. and through. Brooklynite,
1: Brooklyn, <laughs>
0: uh, Brooklyn, not just Brooklyn, y'all. Where you tell them where you from? Son. I'm from Bedford Stuyvesant. Bed Stuy, Bed Stuy. Die. <laughs> yeah.
1: Bed Stuy was, which is formerly known as the hood. Formerly, <laughs> but um, yeah, you know, it's it's changed a lot, but you know, it's still a hood. It's yeah, still- <laughs> yeah, yeah. but yeah, I'm I'm a Brooklynite, and it shows. I'm not gonna lie, it shows in my worship sometimes. That's good. <laughs>
0: That's good. It shows
1: in my worship and I'm not, I'm, I, I, I'm very, I'm unapologetic yeah. Um. when I am on a, a platform and when I'm, you know, when, when God is moving, sometimes, you know, it just comes out and I am unapologetic in, in how I worship because worship is not just uh worship doesn't have a certain look. Mm. You know, worship is um very diverse. It looks very different. And how you worship may not be how someone in Colorado worships. Oh, it's that. very different. So um I, I would say to any worship leader or any worshiper, because we're all worshipers at the end of the day, um, don't be so um, a picky about how your worship style is. Like, if it just comes from the heart, it, it's genuine. Mm-hmm. So, just live in that and be authentic. And, I, and that has brought me a long
0: way. Long way. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. And Man, we're talking about worship. We're talking about how God has uh, directed your path and yeah. used you in different forms of of worship and singing. Mm-hmm. Um, like, tell tell us about singing. Tell us about uh where, where what what developed your craft and your gift in singing. Like, what what did that look like for you? Mm. Uh, who are some people that you, you want to give a shout out to right now <laughs> that that made a that made a Fingerprint yeah. on your life and deposit it and mm-hmm. help to uh whet that appetite mm-hmm. for singing. Yeah. Go ahead, so give, give all your homies I, their, their, their yeah. shout-outs right now.
1: Yeah. So um I I started singing, I started singing real early, but I really started to tap in and sing when um I became a part of the youth choir at my church. And um I knew, like, I knew I could sing. My some of my friends knew I could sing, but everybody else didn't know. Like, okay, she can sing, sing, okay, sing, sing. So right, because you know, you just have the sunshine band, like on uh, the fire. like uh, uh, you know, uh, Jesus loves me. No, like your girl was singing. All right, so
0: it wasn't so, just Nickelodeon. No, it was not. Right, no children's
1: <laughs> So it was. Um, it was. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was really, um, I think at the age of 13, that's when I really started to sing. And I remember you are our youth choir director and I started off as a soprano. Now, some of those that know me know that I'm an alto through and through. Like I am an alto. But I started (laughs) off... I started off as a soprano and, um, I think that kind of, um, made me get like push out of my, my shell or my comfort zone because I I knew that I I could sing deeper, but I never really tapped into the the higher points or the higher octaves of my voice. So for the year that I sang soprano, (laughs) um... It was that kind of taught me how to use my head voice. Mm. And um when I transitioned to the promised land, the <laughs> alto side, alto stand up. <laughs> but when I um transitioned to the alto side, um that's when I realized how important. Like starting off as a soprano was beneficial to me because I became an alto with range and um, that, you know, when altos would have a certain part part in the song or there are certain songs that are high it was easy for me to just hit it because I started off as a soprano. Um, but yeah, going forward, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I did not like him when he forced me to sing
0: soprano. <laughs> we won't talk about that. I did not. Moving on. <laughs> but,
1: like, but nah, thank you, no. Thank you, though. No. <laughs> thank you, though. But um, it 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 really helped me um, with, I guess, rounding out my voice. And yes, as I got older, of course, you know, it dropped a little bit. But I can. There's still certain things that I've learned throughout the years to go tap back into my head voice and differentiate from my chest voice to diaphragm. So there's so many things that I've learned oh, and man. I've picked up through the years, and I cannot go on with like saying all of these different techniques without pointing out the person that taught me a lot of these techniques. And that is David V. Bratton, oh, senior.
0: Man. Senior. Oh, okay, come on,
1: senior. Deliver, deliver. Come <laughs> on,
0: somebody.
1: If yeah, you know, you know. <laughs> but he is the writer for every praise.
0: All right. Now he
1: is also the writer for Everlasting God. The Lord is my light and salvation. He wrote that.
0: Yes. About that. Yes,
1: sir. He wrote that song. Um, he is responsible for writing on for, um, bringing a certain sound, Mm -hmm. um, especially to New York. Um, the New York sound. Um, he's been, um, along the likes of Melvin Crispell Sr. Um, Hezekiah Walker. He has worked with William Murphy. He has done a lot of amazing things and at the age of 11 years old, that's when I met him and to this day he calls me like his child, his extra child <laughs> um, because he's poured so much into me and I've been blessed to work with him on his projects and anytime he comes back to not only my church, but other churches we fellowship with. He'll always tell, Bethia, Bethia, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, he is from Mississippi, okay? <laughs> he is southern. But um he's like, Bethia, come up, like help me sing or sing this part. He has been responsible for pulling out my sound. And I think that that has been very important um, in any singer's lives is when someone that is so I would say influential can see something in you and pull it out of you. Mm -hmm. And he saw, he saw me now when I was 11, Mm -hmm. he saw all of that potential. And when he sees me now or he heard, he heard me sing last year, actually at a concert and he was just like, I'm not
0: surprised. (laughs) I'm not surprised. That's what he was trying to go for. (laughs) Yeah.
1: He's like, I've been new. Afraid to hit, but one thing about um David Brett, and he always told me if you premeditate the note, it will never come out. Mm. And if you're afraid to attack the note, it will never come out. Mm -hmm. Just go. Just go for it. Just attack it. And that's how I've been doing it. And thank you, Jesus. It's come out right. Amen. (laughs) By faith. By faith. faith. Yes, we sing under the anointing, but we want to sing in key. That's right.
0: That's right. That's biblical. Play skillfully before the Lord. Skillfully. That's awesome. Yes. That's awesome. Yes. So we're talking about, you know, uh, purpose and mm-hmm. and people seeing things in you and training you or giving you techniques right. for the future you. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, before we get to the future you, there has to be a former you. Mm-hmm. So now we're getting to the meat of the matter. Let's talk about the dream. Yes. The dream. <laughs> the dream. All right. So <laughs> tell us about this new debut project. That should be coming out here pretty soon.
1: Yeah. Oh man. So the dream. Okay. So let's just talk about the name. <laughs> so speak on tonight. The name. <laughs> the name. The dream stemmed from a dream that I had um, five years ago. It was a very vivid dream that the Lord gave me, and um, everything that I have gone through in the past five years up until now. I already... It's crazy. I already seen it in my dream. And um, sometimes it still comes as a shock to me because it's like, yeah, I dreamt it. And yeah, God told me that these things would happen, but you never know when mm-hmm. it's going to happen. So it still comes as a surprise. Real talk. So um, uh, the dream, when I started... Um, when I started writing the dream, I... my mind was all over the place because I wanted it to be, I wanted to address the hearts of other people because I feel like all of us have dreams and all of us have things and goals that God has said or promised us in the past. And we probably haven't, you know, seen things come to fruition or some of it has happened and we're still waiting. And it's just like I don't want you guys to get discouraged because it hasn't happened yet or something hasn't you know, gone the way you think it should have gone. But um, I just wanted to I wanted this song to be an encouragement, not just to me, but to other people um, that have. Probably delayed, you know, working on anything or have, you know, gave up on yeah. the dream. And I this song is an encouragement to to tell you guys that whatever that has, whatever God promised you, he's still promising. He's still keeping it. And it's one of the lyrics in the song is I'm a man of my word. Mm-hmm. And I put that in there because there's so many things that have been told to us. There's so many lies that have been whispered to us, whether it be from the enemy or from yourself or from other people, yeah. and we believe it. And so, I wanted this. I wanted this to be a reminder that He is a man of His word, and the Bible says, "For the promises of God are yea and amen, and mm. His word won't return back unto Him void." So that's what I wanted to. Tell like that's the that's the message Mm -hmm. that's in that song. And so um, it's a very personal song for me because this is telling a story from the first verse to the second verse. It's telling you a story of where my mindset was, where I was at the time. All of this was happening. And then when you get to the chorus, it's all. Just reciting the word of God back to yourself. It's an encouragement. Yeah. And it literally says, I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I am a lender, not a borrower. So it's literally just. You heard it here first. (laughs) <laughs> that's what it says that's what it says so um I'm, I'm really proud of how far the song has come right now and we're just putting finishing touches on it we are excited um awesome. I, it's, it's just amazing what's what's happening right now
0: that's incredible that's incredible yeah. and you you are listening to the the the, the unfolding uh, of of a dream and yeah. uh and i'm, I'm thankful that you know, I'm able to help to expose yeah. uh, what God is doing in that avenue of the kingdom of God regarding music and worship. Mm-hmm. And you, you said some very powerful things that I think a lot of people can pick up. Yeah. Uh, whether you're aspiring to be a worship leader, or you're just part of a worship team, mm-hmm. or you're you know you're currently uh, functioning in that role, yeah. Uh, a lot of things that were said in this in this. Uh, just now previously well, can, can help you uh, I hope you go back and listen to this with a you know pen and pad and start taking down some notes even when she started talking about the technical yeah. side uh, of singing talking about chest voice head voice yeah. and diaphragm and, yeah. and my <laughs> goodness and most people they don't even think about that stuff. So they just oh look no, that's you
1: know, how y'all have no voice with like that
0: 50 how about it <laughs> Talk to the people. <laughs> Talk. There's a right way. There's a right way. There's a right way. And
1: I say it all the time, like, the anointing, yes, it helps. But at the same time, God gives us wisdom.
0: Hey, listen, all you Jamaicans, <laughs> all you Caribbean singers, listen up. <laughs> listen <laughs> up. And there's no shade.
1: No shade. Yo, we it, love our
0: people. Hey, listen, y'all, you can't just rely... On, on uh, what the God will God will make my notes sound good. Well, God said you need to work and practice and 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 do what do your part exactly. Do your part as long as you do your part skillfully.
1: Skillfully, and that's the thing I always say to the praise team at my church. (laughs) I say it all the time. God said it in his word. David said, play skillfully upon yeah. the high-sounding cymbals. Mm. Like, and sing unto the Lord a new song. Let's stop re- recycling songs, okay, mm. children of God saints. Like, let's stop recycling songs. <laughs> it's okay to sing some new songs, okay? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I just, I really, I really, I feel that for some of y'all in this oh, season. That might, that might be a word.
0: <laughs> it's a new season.
1: It's a new day. God's
0: doing a new thing. Yeah. Yeah, it's
1: true. Hey. But um that uh, what I say, like with it's the anointing, I it, it's important. But at the same time, we do have to sing, you know, uh with some wisdom. If you know that you are a certain type of singer, you belong in a certain section and your voice can't go past a certain limit. I don't want to be able to hear where your voice limits or where your voice peaks. <laughs>
0: That's good. Um,
1: because sometimes it can draw the person's or the worshipers' attention from the song or from you know the worship experience. And it's like, ooh, did that person just crack? <laughs> like, uh-huh. what happened? You know, cause not everybody's so spiritual.
0: <laughs> take, take notes, y'all. Take notes. So
1: you wanna be, I I, I wanna say you wanna play it safe, but you also want to practice. Practice. And when you practice, it doesn't make perfect. It makes improvement. Mm. I learned that from Rima Pastor Rima.
0: Man. <laughs> <laughs>
1: practice I, said that was a pretty
0: wise <laughs> guy. <laughs>
1: I said, I always say it though. I said, listen, my brother told me practice does not make perfect. It makes
0: improvement. That's right.
1: And and as perfect long as
0: practice you... makes perfect. That's the that's the next season. That's
1: baby. it. That's it. <laughs> that's it though. That's a
0: word. Yeah. That's a word.
1: But yeah, it's just, it's, it's all in how you practice. And, you know, the same way how we put in so much effort for work and for school, we have to put in that effort and that same um yeah. The same effort and intensity for the things of God and for what you know for worship and for songs and whatever we're doing whatever you're singing put that same time and that same intensity into that and you will come out 10 times better I won't promise you you'll sound like Tasha Cobbs or anything but (laughs) if you notice the difference for some of you guys that are like avid gospel music listeners you can tell the difference from her first album to the second album with Break Every chain. Tasha was a solid alto on her first album, which was titled Happy. And on Smile, she was an alto with range, almost a soprano, which people would call first soprano. Mm -hmm. And literally, the next album after that, she was full blown in like what a Kiara Shear's range would be. Mm. And That was all with her practicing, having a vocal coach. Some of us don't have the means to have a vocal coach, but YouTube, I'm telling you.
0: Hey, YouTube University. (laughs) I'm telling you, YouTube, if you look up some
1: like vocal techniques, look up certain things that'll help you just hone your craft. And once you get, once you keep honing your craft... Trust me, like you'll see the difference in it. Last year I I dedicated that whole year on working on my range. And this year I can sing higher songs than I did last year.
0: So work at
1: it. It's just working.
0: That's awesome. And I like I like how you approach some of those things because it shows that you're also, you know, you're not just uh, a musician or singer mm-hmm. or a worshiper, but you're a student of it, yeah. And you know, studying different worshipers and and different things that you can tell the difference between mm-hmm. their development, which also gives you a path and a plan, right, to to create for yourself, create development plans for yourself, which is pretty cool. I, I like that. I like that. And uh, so. Go follow you know Bethia Ford on Instagram. Yeah,
1: the yeah. dream,
0: the dream. Look yes. out for it. Look it's out. coming out. And uh, so, but we're not done here. We're not done here. <laughs> I, 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 I tread on some very uh, 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 sacred places right now, and I, I don't want to mm-hmm. uh, walk on a thin sheet of ice. Yeah. And neither do I want to put any raw meat out for the wolves. Mm. But I want to I want to talk about this right now, and I can talk about about this with this young lady, mm-hmm. uh, and it's not weird yeah. because uh, we're related, right? <laughs> You're single. <laughs> talk to us now. Talk to us now. You're a single millennial. Yeah. You know what? What are some of the things that uh, being in these roles of worship, mm-hmm. you know, knowing what God is doing in your life, uh, you know looking on to Jesus which is the author and finisher <laughs> of your wedding date. Praise <laughs> God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> like talk to us about about some of those processes and, yeah. and you know um how God you know views uh how you go about those yeah. things.
1: Yeah. Wow guys <laughs> no, no, not no. guys
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, she no. won't talk to you dude no
1: <laughs> no That's but a general, um, comment. general general general
0: label
1: <laughs> yes um people people people
0: <laughs>
1: people okay so be all right so i'm gonna be extremely uh honest and as and, and transparent um when you see certain, we, I, we're we all on social media, we're all on Instagram and we see a lot of these, you know, um, amazing Christian singles or Christian, um, you know, couples that talk about singleness and talk about, oh, you're waiting season and all this great, amazing things. Um It's not all sunflowers and roses and, you know, you don't wake up every day like, yeah, what am I going to do for God today? It's sometimes you're going to wake up like, God, come on, what time is it? I'm 20 something years old and I still don't got a husband. I don't have a wife. I don't, you know, and it gets hard, especially in the days we are living in yeah. now. <laughs> um Real it tall. gets it gets really trying sometimes. And all of the the things that we're exposed to as a generation right now, it's it's at our fingertips, you know, dating websites, um, you know, different things on the media and on the internet and um it's it's very accessible to get to. And with social media being the a point of um, the main point of access. And if your page is public, everyone has access to you. Yes, ma'am. And one thing I've learned about being single and especially being a millennial and being single in the church, it's important that not
0: everyone has
1: access mm. to you.
0: Whoa, um, hold on, hold on. Don't go, don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. Let's park. Let's park right here. Boom. Skirt skirt. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> let's, let's talk about that. Yeah. Uh I mean, you don't have to go into depth, but elaborate yeah. on it. Like not everyone can have access to yeah. you. that's a deep statement right there. Yeah. Like how, practically, what is that? What does that look like? for a single individual, mm-hmm. single millennial.
1: So when, when I applied that to my mindset, what, what it looked like to me was, and, and before that I was, you know, everyone had like access mm. and, um, what I learned in that time period of everyone having access was I was getting depleted mm. and it was just a transaction. Mm. and um, relationships shouldn't be transactional. Mm -hmm. So it's just like I was giving, 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 and people were making withdrawals, but nothing was getting deposited Mm -hmm. back into me. And so I was like, wait, I just feel used. And I, I don't like that feeling and you can feel used and you can feel depleted when you give everyone access. And mm. when you create, um, when you make it so easy for people to get to you yeah. and, um, I think, up, it gets, I think it gets very tiring. You, get, you begin to get very tired of being either taken for granted, um, being used, your kindness being taken for weakness. You you feel tired. And it's just like, boy, like, why am I so drained? Why do I feel so 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 tired? Why am I so angry? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of things that attach itself to you feeling, there's a lot of emotions that'll attach itself to you being used up or feeling. Um, depleted and you know you. I had to look at what I was doing wrong first and when I saw that I was making myself too accessible and when you make yourself for everybody you are gonna get hurt every which way like yeah. you're gonna get hurt in every way and I'm just like you know what and we say this like, like as a slang in New York I'm not a for everybody type of girl <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> So, you know, like you got those people and, you know, some of my young ladies, y'all know, y'all have some of those guys that y'all know they for everybody.
0: Mm. And I don't want
1: to associate myself with a for everybody type of person. And but if you say, oh, I don't want to associate with a for everybody type of guy, you can't be a for everybody type of girl. So you have to make yourself yourself non-accessible to certain people and you have to learn how one thing that has helped me with ministry learning how to read a room Mm. and when you learn how to read a room you can detect okay Mm. this person mm, I see how they're moving this person all right Uh, They're asking certain questions that why do you need to know the answer to? There's just certain things Mm. when you learn how to not be accessible and when you kind of take and when you kind of take a step back and observe Mm. and watch. Yes. Mm. When you take a step back and observe and watch and see what's coming, it's like. Okay, now I can make an informed decision of whether or not I want you in my space. Mm. And that's what's helped me.
0: My space.
1: Hello. <laughs> uh. Yeah. Yeah, that's mm. what's helped me and I am now at a place where I can say confidently I don't need and and I don't want to make it sound like, "Oh, I don't need a man." No, I'm not saying that. Mm-hmm. But I don't need a relationship to make me complete. Mm. I already feel complete. Mm. It's not too... It's not, oh, well, that's my other half. Nah. That's my whole, because I'm a whole. Mm, And mm. I don't want to date or be with somebody with boy-like qualities. I need lord-like
0: qualities. (laughs) So... Listen, we gonna pause right here. We gonna have to have you come back on the show because I gotta take off this scuba gear right now. We are we are there. We are we are diving deep into. Listen, man, we might have to do some type of a, a dating series relationship deal and have some people on. Yeah. But you know. Uh, It's it's powerful. I I really hope some of y'all are really listening to some of the things that she's saying. It's very key, and I think it'll help a lot of people that are right there depleted. Man, just uh, trying to do your best to make people feel happy, Mm -hmm. and you know it's not being reciprocated. Or you know, man, it's just that's what an awesome uh, way to explain that. And again. Thank you so much yeah. for uh, being on the show. Yes. And, uh Man, we're going to have to have you come back. We'll probably <laughs> string you back along over here after uh, the dream comes out and drops so we can yeah. let y'all know to go get that. Uh, again, the Thea Ford on Instagram. Thank you again. Yes, the worshiper. Yes. Thea Ford, thank you.
1: Thank y'all. Thank you. Awesome. <laughs> God
0: bless you. Hey, thank you for listening and tuning in today. Help me to get the word out about this content. Follow me on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Pastor Rima. And why don't you go ahead and follow and subscribe these podcasts so that you can be notified when we upload fresh content. God bless you and keep it real.